Welcome everyone to Faces and Feels G Wondering Night 18. This will be the second last episode in my G Wondering series. A little uh, thing that I was trying to do, just quick bite-sized episodes, reactions to every night of the G1. And I have done it. Well, at least almost. The finals are today. I'm recording this in the morning. It is my birthday. I'm drinking a birthday morning beer. The day started off awesome. I woke up to my alarm ding-a-lingin, put on ICW No Holds Barred Volume 7. I was watching that in bed, shooting out some gifts, making some new friends, uh, having a good time. Uh, My wife has had to duck off to work. She's got some important business she's got to take care of for about an hour. So I'm going to spend that with you real quick to knock this out. So as far as uh, my tips go, after everything uh, everything is said and done, I've got good news and bad news. The bad news is the unthinkable has happened and Travis has won. Uh, Some picks that I could have never done. He even overtook Amy. He overtook everybody and managed to win by like, a point through some absolute fuckery, if I'm honest. But you know what? The good news is it's a brand new day. I'm looking for a new co-host. So if anybody wants to have a chat with me, you're more than welcome because I'm done with him as of now. All right. Well, anyway, while I figure out how to get out of that bet that we made about a championship belt and figure out what I'm going to do, let's run through how my night uh, fell to pieces and my life was chaos. But I will say, though... Even though the tips haven't gone the way I wanted them to, I am very happy with the way the tournament went. The G1 has been, this particular G1 has been probably my most enjoyable one to date. Uh, Really enjoyed it. Mo made the best spreadsheet we've ever had. So that's really enjoyable uh, when you're just filling things in and ticking things off and stuff. Um, And and yeah, I'm happy where everybody's sort of placed after it's all said and done. I went through all the, the upheaval and everything that happened with Will Ospreay yesterday and uh, the potential problems the Bullet Club are going to be facing. And then now uh, we're looking at Ibushi and who he'll be facing. So running down the night, it was Yoshihashi defeating Toru Yano, who I did pick. Uh, it was Juice Robinson defeating Hiroki Goto. Had a hard time enjoying this one because I had picked Juice, but out of spite, even knowing that I couldn't win, I would like my wife to win, and she had picked Goto. Of course, I didn't pick Goto. I didn't pick him for anything because I forgot he existed. So uh, I was kind of rooting against Juice, but he managed to win that Blues Blues Brothers-looking son of a bitch. So anyway, I guess fuck Juice. Uh, That was the beginning of the end for for our tips and for Travis's victory. Uh, Then I watched my girlfriend, Hiroshi Tanahashi, defeat Zack Sabre Jr., I uh, really enjoyed this match, and I really enjoyed um, sort of the commentary. It was no, it's nice being listening to these two with English commentary again. I really enjoy the Japanese commentary, but I don't know what's going on. I just enjoy the emotion. But uh, with the English guys, I you know know what's happening, and they were talking about you know is Tanahashi destined to be that gatekeeper? Is he you know can he ever look beyond sort of that door and? and be a contender again. And then he manages to beat Zack Sabre Jr. Not only does he beat him, he holds him, like, in the pinning position, like, for eight seconds or something, and Zack's, like, going crazy afterwards. But it was a real statement win for for him, and I I really enjoyed it. Then uh, came 
Kenta versus Naito. Now, at the end of last episode, I was under the impression that I had picked Kenta, and then in the dying seconds, the episode fell apart as I realized I had not, and I was inconsolable because I thought the way everything had played out, it seemed very likely that Kenta would be spoiling Naito. I guess when I picked it originally, I was like, there's no way that Kenta's going to have this many... I mean, sorry, there's no way that Naito will be so dominant and will be going to the finals, so I figured he might pick up a nice win to, you know, state his dominance before everything else happens. But nope, he was spoiled by Kenta. I was going, I was absolutely furious and it was a bullshit roll-up win, but it was a great match. Like, I really enjoyed it. Um, probably my favourite of their matches and probably one of my favourite of Kenta's. I've talked about being up and down on him uh, in the ring. Not outside the ring. I really, I really like what he's doing promo-wise, but in the ring. Um, and yeah, it didn't go my way and it made me very mad, but, and and that was the moment that I realized the tips were over and Travis had won and it made me sick to my stomach. Then, uh, it was Sonata versus Evil. And to be honest, I didn't have high hopes for this match. I didn't really used to like them as a tag team. Um, and I was kind of worried that it would be sort of a low paid I don't know not really doing it for me match and I feel like it kind of was that I I mean I was already kind of pissed off anyway about about losing it but oh calm down we've got the potential for dog pop off here they've heard they've heard about okay all right she seems good she gets fucking pissed when we talk about New Japan she's very passionate New Japan fan um and so yeah uh Evil got defeated. It was the usual kind of bullshit. I was kind of pretty disappointed to see the Paradise Lock making a, a resurgence. Sonata hadn't really been doing it, and I was kind of hoping we'd see the last of it. But there it was. So anyway, it was what it was. I don't hate the idea of Sonata versus Abushi. It's a handsome battle for the ages, and I am pretty happy to watch it today. Um, I've got a bunch of friends coming around and we're going to crank it up and get rowdy, and we'll see how it all plays out. My prediction is it's going to be Abushi taking it and doing his second G1 in a row and and going to the Dome again. And I, I think it's fitting. I think last year his moment was sort of overshadowed by the double gold dash and Jay and Naito, and his moment was kind of stolen a little bit. And I also thought his match with Okada was really, really good, but I thought it was almost a little bit overshadowed because you knew Naito had won, and it seemed super likely that it would be Okada and Naito on night two. And so I kind of felt like it was a bit of a pre-gone conclusion. So it'll be nice him going into that as a, um, you know, a fresh chance. That said, though, I mean, there is a chance Sonata could go all the way. They're obviously really high on him despite my criticisms and or, or other criticisms he's receiving. And if you were gonna say, I don't know, something crazy like pull Evil out of LIJ and have him flip on Naito and hold the titles for a few months or have Sonata win the G1 and go to Wrestle Kingdom and win the belts or do, or do something like that, what better year to do it when you don't need to fill the dome. Like, you're not... When they do Wrestle Kingdom this year, they're not trying to get 50,000 fans into the arena. 
they're not trying to get international ticket sales and stuff. It kind of doesn't really matter as much who the headliners are because the diehards are going to go. They're only going to be able to run at like a half capacity or whatever. So maybe it's a good opportunity to go, you know what, Sonata, we're going to pull the trigger on you and try and elevate you a bit more. And maybe maybe it works out. So I still think it could go either way. I'm very excited to see where it goes. And I've been very happy with the tournament so far. Um, I'm very excited to, despite looking for another co-host, I will at least have one more talk with Travis. This was his first G1, and I'm sure he's feeling quite good about himself. And I... I'm glad that he's enjoyed the tournament. Like This is his first real exposure to New Japan in long form, and I think he's been loving it, and I think it's been wrestling that maybe he's always been looking for. So I hope that's the case, and uh, yeah, maybe he can start his own podcast because I'm fucking done with him. Anyway, thank you for listening to all of these uh, episodes. Thank you for following me on Twitter if you're somebody that's done that. Thank you for sending me an email if you've done that. I I have looked at my analytics on my thing, and as I said, it says I've got some listeners in Canada and like Dallas, Texas, and stuff like that, which is crazy to me because I don't know anybody there. So, if you're somebody that has just picked this up out of the blue, not knowing anything, and just decided to give something a chance, and maybe you're liking it, then thank you for your time. I really do appreciate it, and I'm just going to continue putting out content, and hopefully, it can be a little bit of fun for people's day. So, until then. I'm going to go and enjoy my old man birthday and peace out. This has been Faces and Feels, G1 Dream, night 18.